0: Welcome back to episode one fifty nine of the Woman of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to chat all things Marvel and more. This is Judy Stevens,
1: producer. This is Sonna Ammanith, ooh, VP of content.
2: Oh divine. my god! You're Yay! Yay! Did you just hear that? That's a lady boss, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hashtag lady boss. Uh Yeah, I just got promoted. <laughs> like,
2: like five
3: minutes ago.
1: Like last week, it's it <laughs> This is amazing, guys. But I forgot. But let's continue with the introductions.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I'm Christina Harrington. I'm an editor in the X-Men group, I guess. Yeah, there we go.
2: And I'm Lorraine Sink, talent and senior creative producer at Marvel. Because I have a new title. You're <laughs> Lots so of many, lady bosses here. So many lady bosses. I, I love like it. Let's
0: it. all drop the mic, except for we shouldn't, because they're nice mics. They're yeah. nice and new mics. They're very fancy. Yeah. We fans, guys. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got some stuff upcoming in 2018 that we'll talk to you about after, but it's been a year.
3: It's oh, it has Oh, it's been a year. It's been yeah. a year. For <laughs> <Are we sure laughs> many 20, reasons. Are we sure 2017 wasn't a decade? It kind of feels like it was it, a decade it a little like,
0: bit. There were some ups and some downs, but I think on our end, there were a lot of ups. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. many. There were lots of podcasts. I think we did about 25 podcasts. I'm That never would be wrong because I just counted recently. But we did some pretty amazing things. This is the first year we sort of stepped up our game and did some bigger produced segments, which included the Women's History Month podcast mm-hmm. where we did a two-parter. And we had Trina Robbins and some amazing interviews with, like, the Bowery Boys and stuff like that. And, um, of course, we were at San Diego Comic-Con and New York Comic-Con and – and Christina's also been doing a lot, lot more interviews yeah. this year.
3: Yeah, it's been a pretty cool year. Uh, I was an intern when you guys got this off the ground. I sat next to uh, one of the interns that helped you figure out what the uh, logo was going to look like. Uh, so that was really cool. And we were all very like, "What's it going to be? What's going to happen? What's the next issue? Like that kind of thing." So to actually be here and like talking with y'all. I don't know. It doesn't feel real. Are we sure that I'm not dreaming? Like, and this is just like, a, like an elaborate. Ah, okay. Thank you, Lorraine. Lorraine just finished <laughs> me. This You're is welcome. good. Okay, this is very real then. Yeah, it was kind of great. Uh, sitting on the New York Comic Con panel, that was a, a huge highlight for me because I've been going to those since before I was in the industry. So, yeah, it was, um, yeah, it's a pretty good year. So pretty good what, year for comics. What was that like? Were you nervous? Extremely nervous. I kept forgetting that I was holding on to stuff before it. So like, I put my backpack in one place. Yes, yeah, I gave my wallet to some, I gave my wallet to Kathleen, and then I gave my phone to Ashley Irving. And uh, after it, I had to like go f- like a scavenger hunt to find all my stuff. That's yeah. such an illogical <laughs> r- approach. It was so dumb. To stuff away. <laughs> yeah, I went up to Ashley afterwards, and I was like, thanks for holding out to my phone. And she was like, what? And then she was like, oh, hold on, two seconds, and like ran away to get my phone and bring it back. And I was like, yeah, okay, we're good, we're good. Great. Ashley Irving, my assistant. She's great. Clearly yeah. just proving that she's not reliable. Cool. <laughs> she's the most trustworthy person I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm you
0: could bring the phone up on stage. It's yeah. okay.
3: I was nervous, too. I was afraid he was going to ring. My brother had just gotten married literally the night before, So I also showed up and I was like feeling tired because I'd been out all night and my voice like reflects it too. I think it, it sounded like I was uh, like a wood chipper on stage.
2: Um, but it's Comic Con so everybody sounds like yeah, that because yeah. everybody has been talking for 12 hours straight every single day. So yeah. I think that's Sunday, normal. too. So. And drinking the night before. Yeah, that too. I do Of course. <laughs> tons gofana. of sparkling water. What is alcohol? <laughs> 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 what is this new thing? <laughs> Never heard of it. What is going out after Cod Floor closes? <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I never go out after New York Comic Con. I go right to my bed so that I can do the same thing the next day because that's
1: the only way I can survive. Yeah, Aww. you guys, you guys have a, a massive amount of work to do during Comic Cons. I feel really bad being like, "Hey, guys," and then leaving very
3: quickly. After. <laughs> but you guys
2: are like there to network and hang out with the artists and and the creators that make the comics, and it's like your time to celebrate all the hard work you've done. Whereas that's go time for us. We're like, nope, now we're making the sausage for sure. Yeah,
1: it's really, it's really, really incredible. If any of you guys out there actually come to Comic Con. Um, please go pay respects to the hardworking digital folks <laughs> who are just kicking butt and doing interviews and pretending to be awake on camera, like Lorraine yeah. Sink does every yeah. time. Oh, boy.
0: It's like a, an 8.30 call time, and then we're usually on the floor
1: till 7 p.m., if not later. It's fun. And but then it's then we a lot of fun, yeah. Back home. Wow. Well, oh, my God. Yeah. 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 What I love Comic-Cons, though, because it's like a celebration of everything. It's all of the work that we've been doing throughout the years. And then you see everyone, and they'll give you their actual comments on all the work that you've been doing throughout the year. Sometimes it's good. Usually. (laughs)
3: Oftentimes it's bad. It's all fine. Uh, Why did you do this? Yeah. Yeah. It's good seeing the the creators, too, because so many times we're just in, like, we just talk to our writers and our artists and letters and anchors and colorists all through email or on, like, phone calls and stuff. But Comic-Con, especially New York Comic-Con, because it's our home con, yeah. uh, we actually get to see people and, uh, you know, international folks that, that travel really long distances to come here. And that's always great because then you get to put a face to a name and... Yeah, it's always really good. It is. It's a celebration of, of the work that we do while also continuing to do work the whole weekend. It's it's yeah. all right. Well, and- it was cool. We
1: had McK- so McKellen Bandini, who is um, the artist on Captain Marvel, Currently, uh, he—I met him for the first time. I had been working with him, and I met him for the first time at this comics convention. And he was telling me that literally one year prior, he was coming with his portfolio to New York Comic Con, and he had gotten a really good review. And that's that's how he got really good review. Yeah, Yeah. and I was like, oh my! And he's really talented. You guys should check out his interior work. Um, He's writing, uh, he's drawing Captain Marvel with Margaret Stoll writing, but it's just really incredible. Considering like one year later, he's on like a pretty big property for us. Yeah. Uh, so go- goes to show. It's a really good convention to show up, especially if you're a creator. Yeah, well,
3: that, that stuff's great.
2: And I love, too, that it's such a nice opportunity. It's fun for us because, like, on the digital side, we are kind of like fans of what we work on. So we get to see people from television. We get to see people from the comic side. We get to see all kinds of different creators from across all of the different things that we do. And it's a nice opportunity, I think, for the fans where you can go to artist alley and you can get a book signed by your favorite artist or writer, or you can get a commission drawn. And that stuff is crazy. Like it's just so weird that you can be like, I'm just gonna go like talk to this person that I read their work all the time and I can be close to them and smell them, don't smell them, don't smell them. (laughs) So you have that opportunity to just sort of be close and have that like a real one-on-one experience and bring it into your real life, Mm -hmm. which I feel like it's so easy to watch people on TV and be like, I know them, but you don't know them Mm -hmm. until you know them. Yeah.
0: I mean, and also for, like, the, the women of Marvel, like, in us in general, we, we just talk in a room, whatever room we can get at, at the Marvel offices. Sometimes I'm by myself at a room, <laughs> but to go to the panel and have the room full of, like, a thousand people, yeah. like, coming to listen to us talk is pretty amazing. And, like, they, like, people come up to us at conventions and go, we love your podcast.
2: I'm like, oh, my God, that's so nice. Yeah. And the little girls,
3: honestly, mm-hmm. it
2: just makes my heart so happy when I see the younger generation of Girls and young women who are just coming in and they're pumped about superheroes and they're representing and they're bringing it and you can just see like the future of where comics is going to go because I think it's come really far but where it's going is going to be so much more amazing and I can't wait to see when those girls are doing what we're doing and just Makes me really happy. It's
1: been so interesting to see the last 10 years of what has happened in the industry across the board. And look, I know there's like a lot of negativity out there that we're all dealing with different things and different capacities. But I will say within the comics industry... Um, you know, it's obviously it's been hard to be a woman. I started out when I was very one of like very few women in the industry going to conventions and all we ever really saw around were like models that were hired, right? You didn't see yes. many other women. Yeah. But like how we've progressed and the amount of participation that we have like within the conventions themselves, like people attending our films, watching our shows, it's really amazing to see. And there's not, I think we're aware of it. I feel like out in the world, in the mainstream world, isn't as aware of this change that is that is happening. And I think that will continue to happen. So especially for people thinking, like, fake fangirls, fake geek girls, all of that, just, like, just actually that means you've never been to a convention.
3: Yeah. They'll yeah. figure it out. They'll, it'll, it'll, <laughs> yeah. it'll get out there soon yeah. enough. You know, yeah. comics are – they're for everybody. Comics are for everybody. I, like, live by that. Uh, and I think more and more, they really are becoming for everybody. I think we have something for everyone in the line that we're producing right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's been kind of great. Like, this year, especially at Comic-Con, was, was awesome. Watching all the little kids running around, like, in cosplay. Like, that was awesome. Saw some Lunella uh, cosplayers <gasps> yes. with Devil Dinosaur. Um, so yeah, it's just great. I think you're right. I can't wait to see where that next generation takes this whole – this whole idea, like this whole ideology almost like comics and takes it and runs with it and takes it to TV and takes it to movies and it's going to be great.
2: Well, yeah, and having like seven new shows, just new Marvel television shows, seven new shows, Runaways, being on Hulu. Oh my God. My, like my favorite comic team and it's a more female driven team and it's more diverse than any group I think that we've ever seen on television for Marvel TV and it's, good. It's so, so good. good. I don't know. It's just, it brings my heart lots of joy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think our shows are so diverse,
0: and I think that yes. that's really good. This year, yeah. like, 2017 was really, like, the year we had such wide options of shows, from, like, Runaways, which is a little bit more, like, Family Friendly, to, like, Punisher, that's, like,
3: <laughs> like
2: That's uh, the technical rating.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, did, she did the guns, too. She's holding up the guns at the same time. Finger pistolas.
0: And then, like, Legion, which is, like, sort of, like, this, like, sort of psychological, like, mind thing. Or, like, but also, like,
2: really beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> like, just beautifully really beautiful, shot yeah. and beautiful set and costume design. Yeah. And then, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is back
0: on the air and is oh, is just reset with amazingness and, like, the women are kicking butt as
2: usual.
1: I love that cast. Yeah. I do, too. All of the ladies of S.H.I.E.L.D., I mean, you guys have probably listened to some podcasts with some Women in Marvel podcasts. They've been on our panels. But they're just a lot of fun and they're real human beings.
2: And they love each other. They, like, they love each really other. Um, lift each other up, which is yeah. really cool to see. They honestly – they see each other on the run- red carpet. This is not something you probably would ever see unless you're on the red carpet. But if you're on the red carpet, they see each other from across the way, and they'll be in the middle of something. they be like, sorry, I got to go. And they run to each other and are, like, hugging each other. Because they're just such a family. It's amazing. They're amazing. I just did
0: a, an interview with them for 2018 that you guys have to tune into. And Elizabeth and I just talked about, like, nothing for, like, 10 minutes. And I was like, oh, wait, we're doing an interview. I should ask you a real question. Except for we just kept on talking about, like, being fun on set. And I was like, you're so great. She is so, great. so I hope you're really enjoying the siren in the background, guys. It's this New, is York New York City, New York City. Plus. <laughs> These are, yeah,
1: g- exactly. Real. This is a real world. Okay? You guys can't tell, but Spider Man actually just swung by. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And he just fell. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. he's Zana? getting up. Oh no, no a piano fell. <laughs> <out of him. laughs> Why are we so mean to Spider Man? You have to be mean to Spider Man. What, what did he do? What did he do? He's a real human being. Okay, he has flaws. <laughs> Pianos fall on him sometimes. It's yeah, okay. It's normal. Speaking of um, Spider
0: Man, there was a movie.
1: There oh, was a movie. It's such a good movie. You know, that sounds like
0: that seems like going back to your point of like it was it seems like a decade. Like that wasn't that didn't come out that much longer. It was no, that but it was, that yeah. was this
3: July, y'all. Yeah. Oh my god, it was only July. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and there was a movie before that, Marvel Studios Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And then there was a
3: movie after that. We had Thor after that too. Thor yeah. Ragnarok.
1: That was really good.
3: Oh, it was yeah, so fun. Was I so liked fun. that movie so much.
1: So let's talk about the year. Let's talk about like what are like highlights lowlights like what how how has it been in the industry in pop culture for us as women of marvel what a, a big question. question i mean
0: i think that 2017 is like the start of a of a, a movement for women in general and mm. i and i think
3: pretty that literally pop, yes yeah. and
0: i think pop culture is is definitely going to be a part of that you know uh, uh we've seen some pretty powerful women in general like on screen and stuff like that but i think that you know, comics-wise, we've had even more amazing comics. You guys have you you guys are constantly putting out great women titles, leading ladies, and and I think in general, like the podcast, um, we really you know tried to focus on uh, a wide selection of both comic writers and people within comic you know people working in the industry. Um, we brought in more scientists to talk from like Natural History Museum, with Jackie Faraday, and That's like so great. Um, just in general, like trying to sort of show pop culture in general that women are are, are stepping up.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, and I always think, you know, Marvel is the world outside your window. And I think that it's really interesting to see how what's happening in the world truly gets reflected into comics. And it shows up a little bit later because comics take a little bit of time to make. Yep. But I think it's always really interesting to see how our outside world is sort of reflected in the comics that we make. Because mm-hmm. I think it and it always has hard and interesting things that make you, like, brings sort of solace to your heart, I don't know, in some way.
3: Yeah, we try to operate under this idea that uh, our books are about the person who's underneath the mask, that the mask can bring additional uh, problems and joys and, and challenges to that person. But, like, the reason why you like Spider-Man so much is because of Peter Parker. The reason why you like Ms. Marvel so much is because of Kamala Khan. Like, that's what fuels our books. And I feel like a lot of the books we put out this year are about that, Um A huge part of my 2017, and this really isn't going to pay off until 2018, uh, has been working with the other editors in the X-Men group to bring back Jean Grey. Uh, And adult Jean Grey is is one of my—first of all, it's a weird thing to say, adult Jean Grey. Jean Grey is one of my favorite characters (laughs) of all time. Uh, When I was a kid, I used to pretend to be her, and now I'm here at the base floor— as we build her next chapter and a lot of that's going to pay off in 2018, but because comics are made so far in advance, uh, we've been talking about this since I think June or July is when we first realized this was a thing that we, we needed to do and that we wanted to move forward with. And so having, a uh, mini retreats where we had the writer Matt Rosenberg come sit down with us talking about it after that developing the scripts uh finding talent and then moving with that talent is great we're sending four to print this week uh and it feels like and then five will go to print after the holidays but it feels like a culmination of this year where yeah it feels like a a movement for women and I'm just like yeah this is the year to bring her back this is the year to have Jean back with the X-Men and I'm excited for what we do next yeah, it's been quite a
1: crazy year. I mean, within sort of behind the scenes here at Marvel, like we've got a new editor in chief with yep. CB Sabalsky, who I'm very excited about. Um, and there's just been a lot. I mean, I I got to go to Singapore a couple weeks ago and talk to uh, Marvel fans out there. Which, by the way, Marvel is huge. In Asia, but in Southeast Asia in particular, it's bigger than any of the Disney brands, which I thought was pretty incredible. My favorite part was that I got to um, speak to a group of high school students about Marvel, and they were so excited. And they actually knew what they were talking about. Like, they're reading, like, comic fan sites. They're really, really into it. They know what's happening in the comic book world. They're super engaged. And it was really nice to connect with a totally different, unexpected audience who, like, were challenging me on things. Um, although my niece was in the audience and she raised her hands and she's four years old and she asked me um, why uh, Ms. Marvel says embiggen. Oh. I thought it was a very good question. <laughs> it's a very good question. Why she say embiggen. Why she say Um uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, She kind of said it like that, actually. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, I had to say it's like her catchphrase or something like that. <laughs> um, but no, it's been it's been really, really great. It's been challenging at times. Um, it. what I was most excited, I've gotten to work on two different things that has brought me a lot of um, sort of personal fulfillment, which is I got to work on this, develop the series um, called a Hawkeye with Kelly Thompson and Leonardo Romero. And I think it's so excellent and it's so good. And I think Kelly Thompson has done the best work of her career on it. Um, And we tried to develop it for like a year and a half, and it got green light, and it's done really, really well. It's one of those books that I think is going to live on in trades. Um, And I think Kelly Thompson is a rising star as a writer. Um, I think she's going to be a bigger part of Marvel, I hope. Uh, But she's just fantastic, so I highly recommend it, that you guys check it out. Um, And then the announcement that we had for Marvel Rising – yeah, definitely. Which came out last week, um, and that has been something that I've been working on for the last two years. Um, we've been trying to get this announced. It's been taking a long time, but we really believe it's all the characters that I know the women of Marvel fans in particular love, mm-hmm. from America Chavez and Squirrel Girl and Ms. Marvel, uh, and Quake and Patriot and spider gwen and all these other fantastic characters um but it's it's you know it it just show goes to show that the marvel landscape is the one that you know and love but it's also changing um a little bit so i really hope you guys will we'll share more information on on that in the coming weeks and months um but i do hope you guys support it because we need to prove people wrong that women and girls don't like Superheroes. Cause
3: yeah. That's
1: it, the response I was getting initially. Ugh, so. It's a it's so such a lady centric
3: yeah. team too. It's great. Yeah, and uh, the different characters on it like that. Like the dynamics between those characters can be really interesting to follow uh is spider is she spider going getting a, a new name in that in that in that series? yes, <laughs> she is referred to, so the thing
1: is, um you can't really be a superhero with your name, yeah, so the, you know in your like code to, name to and to keep, keep the your the chill. chill yeah, yeah. like <laughs> her <laughs> exactly it's not very. <laughs> <tough>. <laughs> Spider-Man is like her nickname. Um, her code name is Ghost Spider. We'll be talking a little I bit about that. why and how and how that links to publishing plans in the future. More to come. I can't share more about that. But, uh, yes, that is that is going to be happening. Um, and, yeah, it's a really great cast. All I just want to say is, uh, first of all, uh, Ms. Marvel and Squirrel Girl Together,
3: yeah,
1: It's amazing. They're so happy. <laughs> it's so <laughs> amazing. They're just
2: like the mo, their hearts are so full of love. I feel yeah. like they're just writing fanfic in a room somewhere <laughs> yeah. together. Like, I it's feel like really that's luck. Yeah. Yeah. It's Super likely. Yeah,
3: it's such a good friendship. I want to see. I want to see that so bad, and I can't wait to see Squirrel Girl like in animation. Like that's gonna be. She's so bubbly and so great, and she and Kamala are gonna be best friends. And the voice
1: <laughs> casting for oh, all of it, yeah, it's so so, good. it's just so great. Like everyone really just sounds great together and there's just such great character chemistry well,
2: and Chloe Bennett who plays Quake on Agents of Shield is actually playing Quake yeah. in Rising which is so cool. Yeah. I just think that's great.
1: Yeah, we're we were very excited. We have a, a lot planned for this which I can't even I can't wait to share with you guys like what else we have going on. Um, but some great characters, and I want to give another special shout-out to Locked On Tippy Toe, who are yeah. yeah. also an amazing dynamic duo. Yeah. Oh so God. great together. I, it's just it's Will it's they, won't stuff.
2: they? <laughs> <laughs> my money's on won't.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Cross-species cross romance. You never know. You never know. I mean, one's <laughs> large and one's small. Small. So. Are we <laughs> taking <laughs> this way?
3: podcast. There, we're taking this yeah, podcast. Yeah. We're just picking and it write up us your fanfic and hashtag Women of Marvel. The fanfic,
1: yeah, there
0: it is. We did it.
1: We
3: did it. It <laughs> is adorable. It's quite adorable. Yeah.
1: So.
0: I mean, I also think for Lorraine and I, like behind the scenes we've been working on all these like video productions and it's like a lot of hard work and heads down and now it's finally all coming to this amazing like future slate that we've been working on and we've got more becoming but like becoming this year was like I feel like the thing I've been working on since I started taking photos of cosplay and finally have the opportunity you know like Jason Latour brought some beautiful artistic direction to it and just showcasing 18 cosplay well 18 episodes I think 22 cosplayers because we did a couple like verses in two pairs of, of a wide option of Men and women in all diversities, of all body shapes, of all ages. Like you know, we had uh, we had like a twenty-year-old, and then we had a uh, like forty-year-old. So like, that's something I want to like do more in twenty eighteen, and be like, oh my god, cosplay is gonna be amazing. But like, also, it was so much fun working on Thwip this
2: year. We did fifty episodes. Yeah, we did a crazy amount of Thwip this year. We uh, we ran a ten k. We went all over the country. I tortured Lorraine and Ryan a lot. I (laughs) ate more spicy peppers than I cared to. Uh, We put them on
0: um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Had amazing photos of them, like,
2: looking terrified. I mean, look, I am such a lucky human being because my job is literally just like, hey, does that look fun? Lorraine's going to go do it. So (laughs) 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 it really is lucky, but... Uh, we've gotten to talk with the cast of, I think, just about every single Marvel show that exists right now and some that may exist in the future. Uh, it's It's been really just really exciting. And uh, as Judy said, in 2018, watch Marvel.com, watch the Marvel YouTube. There is going to be an amazing, amazing slate of new stuff that you guys should definitely look out for. And also in our podcast world, there's going to be really cool stuff coming in this new year. They've announced the Wolverine uh, podcast. that is narrative that's coming soon.
1: I mean, it's, it's a, what a time to be alive, you guys. <laughs> <What a time. laughs> what well, I also want to um, acknowledge that we have Marvel HQ, yeah. which is a new destination for family entertainments. We have a bunch of great um, animated content up there, a bunch of different shorts up there, which is just really great. So if you're um, with your nephew or niece, like I have 12 of them, so <laughs> uh, one of those 12 or kids or little siblings or little people you like, uh, and you need to distract them. Just put on Marvel h uh, q, the YouTube channel. um it's there's so much entertaining stuff up there. so,
2: And there are so many shorts, too. I think a lot of people, you know, you kind of on Disney XD, it's pretty easy to catch one of the shows. But there are so many shorts that you may have never seen that they've aired on Disney XD, but they don't replay necessarily in the same way Mm -hmm. that you can catch that are so amazing, like the Rocket and Groot shorts Mm -hmm. that are inspired by Scotty Young's art. There are the Funko shorts that have little Funko... uh, like the you know the cute adorable little bobbleheads that are Marvel characters and like Deadpools in a little cute chimichanga truck. Like it's all <laughs> adorable and there's so much good stuff that you might not have never seen. Mm-hmm. Not, That's not might not have never seen. Nope. Thanks, Mrs. Conley, my senior English teacher. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Judy's here. Judy
0: doesn't no, speak English like, half the time. like me. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to convince uh, Elizabeth Henridge that she should use my Haitius word.
2: Oh, boy. <laughs> she, still
0: try to sell that. <laughs> it's, it's been a good 10 years on this word, guys, and I'm going to keep on – I'm going to full circle. Full circle back to Haitius. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, on that note, uh, 2018. I mean, like, you know, I feel like 20, 2017 was such a phenomenally amazing year. Thinking back about um, – so, like, 2018 will be my 12 years at Marvel, and – Like, and it's also the 10th anniversary of the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, and, like, what that means for Marvel to think back to, like, 2006 when I first got hired and how there was, like, I had to tell people I worked for Marvel Comics. I had to literally say that. I had to be like, (laughs) Spider-Man. And now, you know, it's just this amazing world that we've found ourselves in to, to the point where there's this little movie called Infinity War coming. Nobody's been asking for a trailer. No, no one no. knows no. At all. I don't think
3: anybody watched it or anything. Yeah. No. I, I think one, I think so. no, one dropped. I'm not I don't
2: sure know. I feel like it was, I don't know, only like 70
3: million or how many I views? I think it's like 100 million. Like I'll 100 million-ish something. views. Well, so collective a response, response to this is just sarcasm. <laughs> 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 well,
2: now it's like it's not just part of the zeitgeist. Like it's the zeitgeist. Yeah. You know, like this is the time that we live in. And the honestly, from studios – I don't want to forget Black Panther because oh, Marvel yes, Studios yes, Black yes, Panther point, is coming point. out. And you guys, I'm so, I'm excited. It Like, you guys are going to freak out, I think. And, like, it's I for totally,
3: everybody. Yeah, yeah. It's, so ladies are going to love it, I think. Lorraine and, and Son, have you guys seen this? I have seen it. You have seen yeah. it? Yeah.
1: So okay. I'm not going to give okay. Okay. any spoilers Zero. away. No spoilers here. All I'm going to say is, as you guys know, I have been on the ground trying to talk about, like, inclusion, having more representation, just in our content period, not just in Marvel, just in pop culture. It's incredibly important. It's incredibly powerful. And when I saw, like, just the first few scenes of Black Panther, and I saw this incredible, like, 99.9% all-Black cast who are all fantastic actors, and it's a blockbuster film, from, like, one of the biggest companies in the world with a powerful black superhero. I should say superheroes because there are, like, so many powerful characters and there some amazing, incredible women in there. Um, I got really emotional. I think it's so important to have a film out there like this. I don't know if people are going to love it or not or whatever. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, but I... I just think it's going to make an impact. And I I just I think it's going to be a positive impact. And hopefully it's the beginning of more movies and stories just like this. And we can start normalizing the concept of having different kinds of races and religions and ethnicities on screen in stories um, and people not batting an eye and people saying, yeah, that's that's every day. Yeah. That's, that's how we do it in the entertainment world.
2: Well, and I do love that about all of our television shows and all of our studios, films, really take on different genres and different parts of life and tell stories in different ways. And I, and I just love that because there is something f- for everyone yeah. that will appeal to you. Um, but also I feel like everything is appealing to everyone. You know what I mean?
1: yeah, because there' are universal stories mm-hmm. out there, fundamentally. like you know, you know what Kashina's was saying was earlier is like you you connect with that human being behind the mask, and that's really the stories that we strive to tell. And I think that's why it's all the more important that we make sure that we're representative. Mm-hmm. but you know, truly, when you start honing in on those universal ideas, those the, those stories about the human collective human experience, um, everyone gets excited. Uh, And I think we do that really well here. Yeah. And also, let's just... Give it up for the Dora Milaje. Yeah, uh, Dora Milaje. I just oh, love. Wait. They're love. so <laughs> fantastic. So, and I would highly recommend, guys, before you see Black Panther, check out Black Panther uh, by uh, Tana nehisi Coates and Brian Stelfreeze. Um, uh, we, I think, I don't know how many trades are out by now. At least like three trades there's, or so, three or least, four.
3: There's at least three, but there's also World of Wakanda, yep. which was mm-hmm. a spinoff written uh, partially, or I guess co-written by Roxanne Gay, that actually. Uh, Deep dives into the Dora Milaje, yes. which we've never we've not really done before, uh, in like a dedicated comic series. And World of Wakanda, I think, is one trade, um, but it's it's great. It's, it's good stuff. And the the culture and the the world of Wakanda that's been sort of developed by Don Ossie Coates and various co-writers for the other projects that he's done sort of circles Black Panther has been so great. That world building is. Amazing. There's there are maps of Wakanda now. There's uh you know there's turnarounds for the type of uh, uh technology that that they have there, and it's just great. So if you're like a like a like a sort of like a fantasy world nerd like I am, I love like Lord of the Rings and anything like that. It's one of those books to just like dive into and sink your teeth into, and yeah, it's great. Yeah, I'm and gonna, I
1: should also oh. note it's uh Jonah, Jonah Harvey also wrote um co-wrote a part of A World of Wakanda, too. I think she did, she like, did The Backup crew, Story. Oh, The Crew. Yeah, yeah. Which is also
3: good, because that takes place in Harlem. And it was a, I think it was Yona Harvey that did that. I'm forgetting. No,
1: Yona Harvey did World of Wakanda with, like, she did, like, a She did the backup. backup. Yep. Yeah, that's that right. That explained
3: the bad guy. The and we have
1: some great interviews with Yona and Roxanne and Ta-Nehisi um, in the last, that we did in the last year. It's a highlight of 2017. Yeah, that's right. So <laughs> so lots of changes and coming up in year. 2018. Yeah, uh, which we will we can't reveal right now, right? No, we can we it. can tease a little bit. What's okay, coming.
0: I mean, I'm just no one's told me not to tease, so I'm just gonna go with it,
1: right? <laughs> Full circle. So
0: as as we've been talking about, like lots of amazing stuff coming to Marvel.com. Part of that is gonna be the Woman of Marvel. Uh, we're gonna be pulling out some uh, special shiny parts of these podcasts and making it into a vodcast, a video podcast. Um, uh, which will be coming out in 2018. Um, We're going to be taking a little bit of a break after this episode, but back um, just in time for the Black Panther extravaganza moment in time. Um, But yeah, it's, uh, you know, we're looking to do, we're looking to bring more to the women of Marvel, taking what we built for the last uh, almost three years um, and over 150 podcasts to make it something that more of you can uh, sink your teeth into and, you know, just, look at the stuff we've always wanted to do and now we finally have the time and the and the movement and the moment to do so, so.
2: Oh, and also I want to shout out um, a female-led television show is going to have its second season, Marvel's Jessica Jones on Netflix. Ooh. It helps that I'm looking at a photo of her right now. <laughs> us. But, You know, wonderful female-led show. I love that the sort of main A plot, like the main A love story is the friendship between her and Mm -hmm. Patsy Walker, Mm -hmm. Hellcat, Uh, although she is not Hellcat in this version necessarily, but she is Patsy Walker. And um, I love that dynamic of just like the love between two friends and taking care of each other in addition to her being a superhero detective
0: one person. Every episode was directed by a woman. Yes. So we actually have some uh, interviews with the directors themselves. Christine Din out, out on LA um, uh, was able to get grab some interviews with them. So we've got, like, a, a lot coming. I mean, Jessica is one of my favorite Netflix shows, and I'm mm-hmm. so excited to, to see her come back um, in all her leather jacket glory. I mean, and we, I'm sure we have even more happening in, in 2018. Just looking
1: at our calendar, it makes me, like, weep in joy and fear at the same time. Yeah. So I think for, for 2018, we're going to try to do our best to, one, yes, expand upon all the great work we've already done, bring you content that's relevant, relevant to being, you know, a fan of Marvel, um, showcase the even more incredible women of Marvel behind the scenes. Um, but, you know, looking at our, our overall content plans, what's coming up at Marvel, try to deliver you um, more of the great stories uh, the, the the great characters um, deliver you, deliver more information on them and and bring you to the the front lines of the Marvel universe, if you will, uh, and then hopefully have some more big bigger podcasts that um, you know like our two parter with Women's History Month. It was I thought that was so fantastic because we got to talk to people who are um, experts in their field, talk a little bit about the history of New York, history of women in comics. Um, so be able, being able to do big stories like that uh, will be a lot of fun, and I think just interesting and educational. I love learning. I love learning. 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 I also enjoy learning. I love lamp.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know what Lorraine really loves? She loves spoons. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm going to tell this story... I will keep it short, which is basically our director, Jason Latour, has a very adorable little girl named Cameron. And I was trying to connect with her as an adult woman to a child. <laughs> <laughs> we were at a restaurant, and I was like, Is that a spoon? I love spoons. <laughs> and Judy walked by and was like, Lorraine. And then Judy was live it? tweeting my conversation <laughs> with a two year old. So, anyways, I love spoons. <laughs> Full circle, guys.
0: I mean, I mean you know what? <laughs> <laughs> on to 2018, we're looking to uh to obviously we're gonna be at San Diego again and New York Comic Con, but we might be at some other other conventions. We'll see what happens on the on our slate and maybe some live events. We really wanna the things we've always talked about doing here, we really finally have the 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 motion. We're doing it. And we have people behind us uh that is uh letting us uh put a fire under our butts and And really get it done. And I think that's uh, amazing. Also, now we
1: have a VP on the podcast, so she'll just (laughs) drop mics around. Yeah. Do what I want. Yay. (laughs) You do it. And then you do what I want (laughs) to. That sounded really... And then I tell you... Edit that out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So... So, I mean, as always, you guys, if you have questions or suggestions or things you'd like to see in 2018 that is upcoming or, you know, fellow podcasters that you think would be great to join us on for, like, a, a special episode, um, you can always email us at womanofatmarvel.com or tweet at Marvel with hashtag womanofmarvel. Um, we, we have our Instagram, which is the Woman of Marvel, and we're going to be stepping up and doing more with that and just more in general on social media, really trying to connect to you guys. So... You know, you can always tweet at us, um, which sometimes might be a little faster than the at Marvel, but, like, um, I'm OMG underscore DJ underscore Judy. It's really long <laughs> and annoying. AJ's not here to yell at me.
1: We, <laughs> we have the the, mo- the worst. <laughs> yeah, you guys <laughs> need to be stopped. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Mine's B 622 But, look, that's a connection to my first job in comics. <laughs> <laughs> so I just can't change it. My nickname when I first started comics was Mini B, and I can't, you know, that's just it is what it is.
2: So. It, which was short for mini boss. Mini boss. Mini boss, <laughs> mini boss before she knew that yep. she was going
3: to be a mini boss. Mini boss. Now, mm. I'm big boss, but I'll, I like to say mini. <laughs> okay, so my Twitter handle is at coelacanth kiss And coelacanth is spelled a beautiful way uh, C O E. L-A-C-A-N-T-H.
1: Okay, you got to <laughs>
3: change your handle. Okay, I thought I
1: was bad. This is, you I'm guys, negating know, it. I'm
3: just like looking at you like, no, 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 those are words though. Yeah. No, we're definitely editing Holy that out. Molly.
0: <laughs>
2: Lorraine is the only
3: one doing it right here.
2: Uh, mine is at Lorraine Sink. It's spelled <laughs> like my name.
0: <laughs> I mean, for the record, my OMG, I feel, fits me. And we're out. Yeah. No, I just, I love you guys. I love getting in a room and talking to you guys. It's, it's been a great year and I'm very happy that you are fellow woman of Marvel with me aww
3: that's That's sincere and so nice aww is that
1: even allowed here I don't (laughs) know if Uh, I wasn't dead inside I would cry aww Aww. thank you (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, but I think that's it that's That's, it that's 2017 it's over bye yeah we're done bye close the door okay great we'll check you guys later this is Marvel your universe